Welcome to the Ghosty Girls Podcast. What's up? I'm Jessica. I'm Anna. Woo, we're back. I know. Two weeks in a row. <sighs> Thank God. I know. <laughs> our, sc- our schedules are getting a little crazy here. They are, but I'm glad we get a break. Same. I can't wait to tell you. Oh, oh man. I know. What? All right. So this last weekend, my son, my oldest, and we've talked about him on the podcast before. um, He is extremely sensitive, but he wants nothing to do with it. Right. Just for those of you that need to catch up there. Um, (laughs) He tells me, hey, mom, went on a trip. Um, I want to come by. I want to show you something. And I'm like, oh, crap. Okay. So it could be two things I'm thinking. Either a tattoo because he's one and you know he can do whatever he wants now, or it's a haircut, which would be equally as surprising because he loves his. So, my husband and I are taking bets. He can walk up and he stalls. Crap! It's not a haircut. And he walks in, and he's like, "Something got to show you, mom." And I go, "Oh." Okay. <laughs> he comes in and he shows me his forearm. And he has a tattoo. His first one ever. And it says mom. No. Oh. This, this dork, this weirdo, <laughs> got a ghost on his arm. <laughs> I, I, I can't even, like, wrap my brain around this, Jess. The kid that wants nothing to do with any of it puts permanent ink on his arm (laughs) in the shape of a damn ghost. Oh, okay. So what was the story? Why did he get a ghost? What did he say? Okay. Here's his story. He said, I was looking at what to get and I couldn't decide. So, you know, the whole ghost thing. (laughs) Granted, this child has no idea that I have a podcast. We don't talk about ghosts around him because he doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. He He's walked so in against with a it. Damn ghost on his arm, permanently engraved into his flesh. <laughs> well, I think that's a sign. You can t- go ahead and tell him about the podcast now because he's not going to care. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know, like, where to start. Like, you want nothing to do with anything spirit-related. And you have a constant reminder on your arm. Yeah. I don't know. Can't, that is hilarious. I, it's I can't even wrap my brain around this. I'm just thinking of my first tattoo. My best friend and I, we were 18. And we went to the tattoo place. And she's like, okay, what do you want to get? And I'm like, uh, this looks cool. We just pointed to something on the wall. So I have the Virgo sign forever tattooed on the inside of my ankle. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because I was stupid. Right? And I'm like, I can't even really be mad at him because I would be a total hypocrite to say, what are you doing? And here I have a secret podcast. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to approach this. Like, 
I would have taken anything else. Like, get a naked woman on your arm. You get the one thing you don't want anything to do with on your arm. So that tells me that he must be struggling with something that he's not telling me. Yeah, I think there's a conversation that needs to be had there. Also, you got to come clean about the podcast. (laughs) Okay. All these lovely listeners, all these amazing people listening right now, you got to tell your kid. (laughs) (laughs) What do I, hey, by the way, I want to let you know, son, that I'm hiding a secret part of my life. No, you're you're just like, you know, the ghost thing, (laughs) you you know, ghost and stuff. (laughs) I didn't think I needed to tell you because, you know, the whole ghost thing, the ghost thing. I just it blew my mind when he walked through the door and I see this ghost on his arm. I'm like, what? And it's not even a small tattoo. Like it's from his elbow to his wrist on the inside. That's and a really like, big ghost. I know it's like the sheet looking ghost. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, we need to talk. Like I, I mean, little does he know he could have just gotten the logo to our podcast tattooed on his arm. <laughs> Oh my God, gold! If I would have just told him, <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what's going through this kid's head. I, you're right. A conversation needs to be had. <laughs> yeah, and it's also just insight to how the mind of like a twenty-something-year-old boy, man, young man, their mind works because they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go get a tattoo," and that's as far as they think through the process. Yeah. Yeah. And then they get there and they're like, totally don't know what I'm getting. Oh, you know, ghosts, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just the one thing I don't want to deal with in my life. Let's put it on my arm as a reminder. Yeah. Like, I don't understand the thought process. <laughs> Although, oh, I, I that's was great. kind of envious. I was kind of like, I'm going to set up my next tattoo appointment because <laughs> inspire me. Oh, man. You know, I've been thinking about I have a list, an ongoing list on my phone of all the tattoos I want to get. And <laughs> but I haven't been able to go our county, of course, like we've right. been super strict. And now California is just cutting back on, you know, opening everything. So breathing. They literally won't let us sing. I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. So tattoos, that's not happening for a while. So yeah. I went on Amazon and I actually ordered these sleeve, like tattoo, temporary tattoos. What? <laughs> yes. Are you Just, desperate? Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? These designs are kind of fun. And I thought it'd be fun and funny to try them on. Oh my God. You have got to send me photos. I'm going to, I haven't done it yet, but I was telling my husband I was going to do it. And he's just like, you're a fucking dork. And then he (laughs) saw one of them and he's like, Whoa, this is cool. I'm like, back off my tattoos, bro. You're not using them. (laughs) I can totally come over with the needle and some ink and we can figure this shit out ourselves. No, he actually, my husband has a tattoo that his friend did on our kitchen table. What? Yeah. How do I not know this? Yeah, it's on the inside of his bicep. It's a lotus flower. Is it good? It's decent. Like the, he was just learning, and so I mean the lines are pretty good. There's a couple spots where it's shaky, and a couple spots where it's a little thick. But I think it's pretty good. Oh my heavens! Yeah, it's pretty funny though. 
it's oh a my story God. it's a story yes 100 and i'm just now that you just said it's a story i'm thinking about what my child is going to go through for the rest of his life hey why do you have a ghost on your arm yeah i mean at well, least he has a reason what is he gonna say he denies it what is he gonna say i couldn't think of anything else i thought it'd be cool or hey i can see spirits he's like, like I-, I like halloween <laughs> It's a throwback to my teenage years. Yeah, I have no idea. But that's, I, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it kind of bonds us, but he doesn't really, I mean, he knows it, but he doesn't really know it. I got to come clean. Yeah, and I'm also thinking maybe we need some ghosty girls tattoos. Oh, girl, that would be so cool. Okay, so we got to find someone that'll do it. I am so or, or we make ghosty girls temporary tattoos for people. Wait, are you not committing to this? No, I'm saying to send to our listeners. Ooh, that yeah. would be really cool. I know. I think maybe we should look into that. See, if you want a ghosty girls temporary tattoo, hit us up on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna make this we're gonna make it happen. <laughs> if we can get a hundred people that want them, we will make them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So before we jump on in, anything ghosty happening in your neck of the woods lately? Just my weirdo child. That's all. Just your weirdo <laughs> child. really I honestly I have been so stressed with work and everything that's happening and not being able to do anything I think you know you start going from okay I'm trapped inside and they start lifting the band and you're like cool cool I'm going to test the waters and they shut it down and get like throw up your hands so I think I've just been so bummed out and just I haven't noticed anything in my house I think it knows not to test me right now because I'll lose my shit on it Oh, see, I have been experiencing the opposite. So, um, you know, just to bring everyone up to date, I am working, you know, I have two kids, I work full time, and I also went back to school. So I'm taking two summer classes, uh, which are super intense. And so I've been super crazy busy. Yeah, I have. (laughs) I have. I don't know and how you do it. <laughs> I've noticed in the living room, you know, finally towards the end of the night, like I've wrapped up like home stuff and I finally like decide, okay, I'm done working on homework and projects. And I will see things out of the corner of my eye. And it's not even shadows. It's like, um, you know, when you see the trails, like. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, you I don't can't see even think long, how to... You can see them walking away. It's like it's it's like a trail of light or shadow. Yes. Yeah. And, or I will also see something and it'll be like maybe the size of a quarter look like it's floating across the carpet and then it just disappears. Huh. And it's weird because it will get my attention and I'll look down. I'm like, did I really just see that? Maybe 30 minutes later, I'll notice something again. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And they're never just in the middle of our living room right Right. next to where I'm sitting. Like, usually you see it out of the corner of your eye, like, 
way far on the other side of the room. Yeah. So that's been kind of weird where I'm like, okay, is it I have my wall up because I'm so stressed that I'm not paying attention to what's happening and this thing's like, hello, trying to get your attention. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I think we need to plan a sleepover with our masks. I'm down. Or we could just do the instant test and then plan a sleepover and figure out what the fuck's happening in your house. And then you can come over to mine. Uh, Don't even get me started on this fucking test. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, we won't touch that. We won't touch that. We'll just just come over with our mouths. Just glide right over that whole testing thing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's been what's, what's been happening here. And really I'm just too busy to want to feel anything honestly I would trade having to deal with all this stress I'm gonna stab myself in the foot right now I would (laughs) I would trade that don't say it I know don't say it would though I really would because I can deal with what I know and I can deal with what I can fix Mm-hmm. I'm struggling to deal with the things I can't fix or that I don't know what's going to happen. I would gladly trade it. I won't say it out loud, yep. but I would if I could. For Thinking sure. it's just as bad. <laughs> well, well. You're fucked. You're fucked. Oh, great. Now I have all this shit on the outside of the world and now I have this stuff in my house. Thank you. <laughs> I should have just kept quiet. Just send it right outside with the rest of the crap. Oh, my gosh. All right. So we have a super creepy, eerie story for everyone this week. And this person is in need of our help, our advice. So everyone listening, please provide us with your feedback. Let us know what you think this person should do. Um, we've provided them with a little bit of feedback, but getting insight from other people can be very, very helpful. So hearing it from one person is one thing, but multiple people kind of saying the same thing or giving thoughts and ideas really gives you a sense of power, uh, against this thing. And I, my heart goes out to this person and I really hope that this helps. Yes. She's definitely struggling. So we are not going to share her name. We're just going to share her initials. So this story comes from HM and a little background before, you know, the story starts. She lives in an apartment that she's been in for a little over two years. And until this year, nothing strange has ever occurred to her knowledge. She lives with her boyfriend and her daughter, who is seven, and a dog. So she kind of breaks up this story talking um, by each person, what, what each person has experienced. So she says, we'll start with my daughter, as she was the first strange occurrence. Since about February, and not every night, just frequently throughout the weeks, she's been sleepwalking and talking to herself. Now, this is probably not a big deal because I did the same as a child, but hers is a little weird. I always find herself talking to herself in the, I always find her talking to herself in the bathroom. She's definitely asleep while she's doing it and her eyes are closed. I end up waking her up and telling her, use the bathroom so I can put her back to bed. Every time I leave for a minute, 
I come back to the bathroom only for her to have gotten up the ladder into her loft bed and be dead asleep as if she never got up. She could be stealthy, but it always creeps me out. (laughs) Next up to bat is my boyfriend. Calling him a skeptic would be an understatement. He is 100% convinced there is no afterlife. There are no spirits or ghosts. Nothing happens when you die, period. Well, it was about 9.30 or 10 p.m., and we were watching TV. All of a sudden, he's looking over the closet by the hallway, and he's telling my daughter to go back to sleep. Now, I never heard footsteps or anything, so I was confused, but I couldn't see the closet from where I was on the couch. My boyfriend's getting frustrated, and he's telling me she's dancing around and laughing, and she won't go to bed. Confused, I get up and go to the hallway, and nothing's there. He's pointing exactly where I am, saying, look, look. I'm actively standing there, and there is nothing here. It takes me a good few minutes to convince him there is no one here, and we checked on her, and she was passed out in bed the entire time. He will not address it. I'm not allowed to bring it up, and he maintains that we're going to continue as if it never happened. Well, now it's the dog. My dog is a very submissive five-month-old pit mix. He doesn't bark. He runs from the door when people knock. He's a big baby. But for the past two days, I find him in random rooms barking at the walls. He'll be in the bathroom or in the kitchen or in the living room alone barking at the walls. After a few seconds, he'll notice me watching and shamefully leave the room. I'm not sure what all is going on, but... I couldn't think of anywhere else to go to. For the record, again, as far as I know, I've never personally experienced anything. I've never heard, seen, felt, smelt, etc. Anything abnormal. Whatever is going on does not find me interesting so far. I want to put that out there. While I've seen these strange occurrences, I have been completely unbothered and untouched. So then there's an update. Well, this is taking an interesting turn that has left me baffled. I just talked to my boyfriend, and he chuckled and said, me and my sister did see some ghosts moving around when we would go to bed together, which is when I in turn responded with a, what? He laughed again and said, yeah, me and my sister used to see a bunch of ghosts in our bedroom at night, which then I asked the obvious question, how are you a skeptic? He shrugged it off and said, because it doesn't make sense, so there's no way it was real. And I was like, five, it's not scientifically possible. He said he saw them, but he still doesn't believe, even though his sister saw the same things. He never told me because he said it's crazy, and I don't know how to respond. Then we get another update. She says... I'm not sure if this is related at all. And honestly, I feel really awkward sharing updates on what's going on because I feel like it sounds made up. I've never been through this before. And why would anyone believe a random person on the internet? But two days later, we went to the beach. And as we hopped, as we got back home, my boyfriend didn't feel well and passed out in our driveway, cracking his head open. She's a healthcare worker, and he, I guess, suffered a concussion. She got the bleeding to stop. Um, so once his head stopped bleeding, they went inside. Also, same day, she sliced her finger 
really deep while cooking and bled for half an hour, even with pressure on it. She was waiting for a friend to bring bandages because she'd ran out of everything. Then she says, and later the same day, my daughter hit her head on a cabinet and bit her tongue, which bled for quite a while. Bad luck streak, or I don't know what, but I've never seen anything like this myself. And instead of hearing footsteps, I've been feeling them at night, like feeling the vibration of steps being taken, but not hearing them at all. Where to start? <laughs> um, I just from the last sentence, I absolutely understand what she's saying about feeling the footsteps and not hearing them because I'm sure you have to. Yes. You literally feel the footsteps walking around. And if you're listening for them, you don't hear them. So I don't know, maybe she is sensitive uh, to a certain extent, or maybe that's just the entity's way of trying to make her crazy mm-hmm. or feel crazy. Um, but let's kind of start with the story by dissecting it from the beginning. So okay. both of us can kind of give our input um, piece by piece, what we think is happening and how we can figure out how to help her. So I guess we'll start with what's happening with her daughter. Yes. So sleepwalking, obviously it's not uncommon with children. However, she's right. This is a little odd. I mean, wouldn't you agree? (laughs) This isn't the normal sleepwalking kind of thing. Um, How she's getting in bed that fast. Mm -hmm. Sound asleep. That makes me a little nervous. Um, I do have opinions on if children can be possessed. Um, I believe there's an age of accountability. And before that, they are not possessed. I think they can be influenced, but not completely taken over. So uh, seeing that she's seven, depending on, you know, developmentally how advanced her child is or how mature her child is, I don't believe this is a possession. Um, but there's definitely cause for concern. I think it's oppression for sure. What are your thoughts? Well, my first thought was that this thing is attaching to the daughter because the daughter is the youngest, most impressionable and probably the easiest. You would think, Oh, well, the boyfriend's a skeptic, so he's probably easiest, but the boyfriend's a skeptic. He doesn't believe. I think they're really not – it's probably not concerned with him. Right. Because he doesn't believe. Um, So, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. My my concern is for the daughter. Absolutely. And as for where it came from, I mean, if you guys have listened at all to our podcast, they come out of nowhere. It doesn't – you don't have to bring something in – um, with an item or, you know, they just wander and sometimes they stick. And so they can come out of nowhere. Um, I find interestingly enough that people that are skeptics, they do seem to gravitate toward them because they don't recognize or acknowledge that things are happening until it's already built in enough strength to take over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's another aspect to this. But a child um, talking to herself, 
seemingly sleepwalking, even though she's asleep. Um, granted, if it was that alone, I would say, okay, maybe she's just sleepwalking. But there are other occurrences that are going on that let us know that that's not the case, that there's more to this than just a child sleepwalking. Um, protecting that child, I think, would be my first go-to. Um, and how do you how do you do that? You know, you've got to have your faith. And if you don't have faith or you don't feel confident enough, you really truly have to believe before you start tackling something or you're just going to piss it off. So let's talk about how uh, we would get it out or how we would go about that at the end. Okay. Well, first, what did you think about the dog? Okay. So the dog, I, I, I will tell you time and time again, animals are definitely a alarm system for the paranormal. Um, I'm not going to say that's why I have animals, but it's, it's a really good indication of when things are around. So I do not mind having them and putting up with all their crap just to have them in the house because they definitely notice things before we do. Um, it, the fact that it's barking in random rooms at the walls when nobody's there, um, come on. You could, if you had no other experience, you could say, okay, there's something wrong with the dog. Let's take them in. Maybe there's a neurological issue, whatever. But there are other things going on. So I would definitely use that dog as my kind of alert system for when things come around. Don't you think? For sure. I, don't I know. definitely would. I, I don't know. I have a dog that, you know, she's not aggressive. She's so submissive. She will bark when people come to the door, but she will be in the living room and she'll just stop and stare up the stairs. And that's kind of my alert. I, I kind of know that something's going on. So I'm glad she has this, but she needs to pay attention Pay attention to the dog whenever it's doing funky things. Yeah, it makes me um, sad that I don't have a dog because <laughs> I feel like I, yeah. I would definitely be able to use that. Uh, cats very much as well. Like we'll be, the cats will be chill. And then all of a sudden they're both at the bottom of the stairs looking up. And I'm like, oh shit. Like you just know. Or they'll come flying out of a room with their tail like fluffed and the, the back of their, um, the hair on their back will be standing up and you know something's in there. So for all of you out there, pets are a good thing when it comes to this. Um, let's, let's tackle uh, her boyfriend being skeptic. What are your thoughts? Well, I am actually getting updates from her right now. <laughs> so I'm getting real-time updates, guys, and it's kind of blowing my mind. As we are discussing the episode and I'm finding out things, it's, it's a lot crazier than I thought and worse than I, th I, I say crazy, but what I mean is, um, scary because really? if, if these kinds of things are happening in your house, you should be worried. So let me just tell you. So, you know, I, 
asked her, let me know if you have an update, if there's anything else you want to share. And so she said, there's a lot that's happened. This this person from Reddit told her they were a long distance medium and they wanted to get rid of anything in the house. And she said, so I figured what, whatever, what's the worst they could do being far away, do whatever you want. So she said things got worse after that. Yeah. The medium said that the little girl my boyfriend saw was a, quote, closet ghost, and they chased them away, which seemed odd to me, but fingers crossed. That night, I woke up around 4 a.m. to my boyfriend sitting up in bed. I thought he was asleep, and I told him to lay back down. He cut me off, shushing me, telling me the little girl was dancing in our bedroom. He looked terrified, but silent. Following it with his head, I saw nothing. He said she looked shadowy but broken up, and the next night the same exact thing happened, except my boyfriend yelled at it to go away. He immediately laid down and whispered she didn't like that. Then he said she tried to get in him through his feet. I was terrified and sweating. The next morning he said she came to him in his sleep and said she thought he needed her. Her name was Claire. He said he didn't need her, and then he told me she left. But I'm not sure if he meant it or was just trying to ease my feelings. <sighs> okay. So, <sighs> that I was not expecting to be getting no. literal updates while we were recording, but I'm grateful. Wait. So, that, that just goes along with what I was thinking about this whole skeptic thing. Um, obviously, he has seen ghosts in the past. Um, guys, sometimes, even our husbands, will put on a brave front of, I don't see anything. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. You know, um, and sometimes entities will work through them because uh, they don't want to believe. They don't want to see it's there. Um, so usually they're the last ones to see it. Um, I don't know the background of these people. Uh, what their spiritual background is definitely, like I said earlier, um, and it well, will pull toward the, boy- the boyfriend doesn't believe that there's any sort of afterlife that when you die, you die. So m- my yeah. sense would be that there's not a belief in God or, or heaven or anything like that. That's is, what I'm taking from that statement, which is absolutely the most terrifying because Um, While children are protected until they reach the age of accountability, adults are not. Um, If you are saved, I do not believe you can be possessed at all. Christ is in there. A demon is not going to enter in where Christ is. So that being said, if you are not saved, if you do not know Christ, uh, if you have not asked him to become your personal savior and, and trust that he is there with you at all times, then you're leaving yourself wide open for any other entity to come on in, uh, which seems to me like what's happening here. And, you know, in our last episode, we talked about, you know, how these demons come in disguise. And they're usually more times than not a young girl just playful and fun and wanting, you know, to get your attention 
because you put your guards down with a little kid. You're like, oh, it's just a little girl. What do you want? Let's play. And you don't realize that it's gaining strength and you're giving into something that you can't even imagine, um, which I think is what's happening. And the fact that it's already getting into his dreams, I think it definitely has a good, strong hold on him. For sure. Um, For sure. Um, this, this, the long distance medium I'm not going to discount that I'm going to say because there are things that you and I have seen firsthand I know when something's happening with you you know when it's happening with me for sure discount that I'm not discounting the long distance medium yeah their ability what I'm thinking is they stirred shit up absolutely this wanted to lie dormant and I'm giving this medium the benefit of the doubt yeah. because you don't know people's intentions, right? Yeah. But it could have pissed off the spirit or well, whatever. Well, and here's the thing, too. If if they're not protected, like we've been talking about for I don't know how many episodes, if you don't have Christ protecting your home, you don't have anything protecting your home. So you have a medium come in, even long distance, stir shit up. She gets to walk away. You're left with whatever you've pissed off. And now yeah, exactly. it's going to take it up a notch because it realizes you're reaching out, trying to figure out how to get rid of it. And now you have a medium kind of sticking mm-hmm. her nose into things long distance. I mean, you've just pissed it off and you, you've made it realize that it's got to try harder and faster before you figure it out. Exactly. Once these spirits, demons, whatever you're dealing with recognizes that you are aware it's there. Mm-hmm. And your intention is to remove it. Yeah, it's going to do everything it can to make sure that that is not possible. Yeah, and I will tell you what struck me from the very beginning with this story was when her boyfriend saw it dancing. Yeah, because if anybody familiar, <laughs> wants to go back to a uh, demon part one and listen to my experience with a demon. Um, it basically, that was the way that it taunted me. I was literally stuck in my bed and this thing was dancing around my bedroom. Yeah. So she said that this tonight is night four. Yesterday was the first night that he slept through the night, but she feels like she needs a few more nights to feel comfortable that, you know, he's, he was telling the truth about the spirit why would he lie though but that he was no that that he was telling the truth that the spirit was gone oh i see what you're saying okay because he said the spirit left i don't think it did and i think he was definitely covering for it because you and i have both been oppressed by demons and you kind of just want to go along with it because it kind of coaxes you into feeling relaxed and comfortable and you don't want anybody messing with you. When you talk about trying to get it out, you just, you don't, you don't even want to entertain that idea. Just let it go. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Don't interfere. Um, and if you let yourself go with that, you're, you're doomed at the end, especially if you don't have protection. Um, so let's talk about game plan. If let's put ourselves in the position of these people and what is an effective game plan if you're in this situation? 
you know, what do we do if we're these people? For me, um, I know that I'm not going to take on a ghost, let alone a demon, um, without having Christ. I know that that doesn't work. We've talked about in our other episodes how you can have tools, you can calm it for a while, you can get it gone. It'll maybe even pretend it's gone till, till you let your guard down. Um, you really have to start with the basis of faith and trust that there's something bigger that controls it and you are going to allow that to um, get it out and make the change. But that also goes along with you have to maintain that. If, yeah. if you just say, oh, Christ, please come. You don't want to accept that he's not only ruler of the demon, but ruler of you. Um, it's just going to come back. And you're going to piss it off and it's going to bring friends. So- For sure. I I mean, going back to that episode, echoing that, that fact. For me, listen, I was not. I did not have a religious background like you did. I didn't grow up that way. That was not me. You know, that was kind of the furthest from who I was. And it took that experience to scare the shit out of me and make me realize, whoa, demons are fucking real. And I can't stop a demon from coming into my house and terrorizing my family for an entire year. So what do I do? And when I realized that you as a human being cannot control that and you have to give up that control. Yes, it is scary. Mm -hmm. It is scary as human beings. Like we want control of every situation. It's hard to give that control up, but when you do and you accept that and you accept, you have that faith and you accept Christ, it is more powerful than any tool you could hold in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, my advice is don't start anything until you've got that basis. Don't bring in a priest. Don't bring, they'll come in, they'll take care of it for you. But once they leave, you are on your own. If you don't have Christ and you've just stirred it up, and you may have gotten it to leave for a month or two. It may be quiet, but they're going to come back. The Bible says they will bring friends. So you would have been better off to leave alone and deal with that one thing than to try to push it out and have more come. Yeah. Or, or you know, it's still in your house, but yeah. maybe it's just chilling. It's just yeah. watching what you're doing. It's maybe doing menacing things here and there. And it's drawing that energy. You know, their energy vacuums. They suck the life out of you. They will cause fights. They will cause sickness. And it's it just will cause your home to be this negative, awful place that you don't want to be. Yeah. And people people say, like, what's what's the worst that can happen? Things get thrown. No, the worst that can happen is you become possessed and or oppressed which is total mental. And if any of you um, have a history of anxiety or depression, you know that that is the worst possible thing is when you're feeling that um, you would take any type of physical pain to not have to go through anxiety. And that is where they focus and manipulate you through. It's Mm -hmm. the hardest for you to pull out. Yeah. So that's not something you want to mess with. 
Okay. So if we establish now they have this basis of faith, so let's, they have that established. Now, what is the next step to get this out? I think contacting somebody that has that faith as well. Um, just because you have that faith, that that's amazing. God can do amazing things alone without, um, but you're also new to it. You're a babe in faith and, um, this, this thing will definitely try to overpower you and overtake you and make you question what you even believe. Yeah. So I think reaching out to somebody that has that faith, um, that can be your, again, it's it's your house. You have to take the lead. You're not allowing it. Um, but to have that person behind you, just backing you up as you know, a faith pillar. Now, this is just my opinion, but, you know, this does not have to be a priest. This does not have to be a pastor of a church. This just has to be someone that has that strong faith that is there to back you up in your own faith. And basically, they're there to give you that comfort. They're there to back you up and basically make you feel like you can be strong because yes. you have, you, you know what I'm saying? Yes. hundred like, percent. Like yep. what you did for us. Yeah. Yeah. My, my husband uh, was a pastor. He is no longer a pastor. Um, but him and I had that faith, even though you were a babe in the faith, you didn't really understand too much about it. Um, it was your house. I could not come in there and tell this thing to leave because it's not my house. Exactly. So you really had to take that lead and we had to be there to stir it up, get it um, pissed off enough to listen and just let that energy of faith flow. And um, that, I will say that if, if she starts off, she has the faith, she has somebody come in to back her up. She takes ownership of her home again. However, Everyone in that house has to be on board. Um, the daughter, I believe, is covered, you know, again, unless she's super mature, she's, you know, she's going to have to be on board yeah. as well. She's only seven. So yeah. I feel like, you know, it depends. Are- it really does depend. Some kids are really mature for that age. Um, my son was saved at five because he got it. He understood. He knew um, what right and wrong was and the difference. So, the the thing that concerns me is the boyfriend. The boyfriend has to be on board, even though, you know, it, she's going through and claiming that as her house and nothing will be in there because of, you know, her claim on the house. Um, he could very easily bring something back in. Um, so he has to be on board. And I believe me, I completely understand when you have a spouse or um, a partner that has no interest in what's going on. Um, it's, it makes it very difficult for you and it makes it a harder battle for you. And it's a constant battle. Um, so getting, I think getting him to understand and admitting what he sees and that's going to be hard, but she, she's got to do it. Well, I mean, he clearly admitted to her that he saw her. She came to him in her sleep. He tried to get she tried to get in him through his feet. So first step, he's admitted that that's real. So I think he's like taking baby steps. That's good. (laughs) Little steps, but we'll get there. Yeah. I think, I think it's a good thing. And he's finally admitting, he's just got to be willing to accept um, that 
obviously he has to acknowledge that there's something after you die or there's something otherworldly. Um, if there's bad, there has to be good. I think that would be my first step with her in reasoning with him is, listen, this thing is not good. And if there's bad, there has to be good. If there is uh, evil, there's heavenly. And that's mm-hmm. where I would start and, and kind of get him to understand that first and then start taking the steps toward, okay, everything has a boss, right? So if the evil, let's say Satan's its boss, then the good, what is its boss? And getting him to come to understand that there is a God, he is in control, he created even the devil. So you have to admit that Christ has power over everything that breathes, doesn't breathe, crawls, whatever. Yeah, um, dances. Start dances, <sighs> little girls or not. Yeah. Um, that's where she's got to start. It, it just, it's like you said, baby steps, it's reasoning. It's just laying it out black and white and saying, look, if you're not on board, we need to have a conversation because I'm not going to allow my daughter to be manipulated. And when she comes to the age of accountability, even be possessed because of someone's unwillingness to accept what's going on. Yeah. And that's my concern, you know, is for the child. Yeah. Because clearly the child has already exhibited, you know, I don't want to say symptoms, but they've already yeah. exhibited symptoms of <laughs> oppression. Yeah. A- oppression or being affected by yeah. the spirit. And I um, feel for her. I, I can handle things coming and going through my house, but you start messing with my kids, I'm going to lose my shit. Like, <laughs> we both pray. Yeah, we both say this every time. Like, we yeah. will notice something in our house and we're like, oh, fuck, here we go again. And the second that my son comes in my room and is like, mom, something is standing at my door again. I'm like, all right, it's yeah. on. Get the yeah. fuck out of my house, you know? Exactly. No one messes with my kids. Exactly. So I, I feel for her. I can't imagine watching your child go through this and not understanding or knowing what to do about it. But I, this is nothing to play with. This is not funny. It's not, I mean, you look at things, oh, it's just doing this or it's only doing this. It's not that bad. Well, wait till it kicks it up a notch. Wait until there's, you know, scratches or wait till your, your boyfriend is possessed. Like, Exactly. This is not not something to play with. You talked about before. Um, When you notice those little signs, you take action. Then you do not wait until it's gained enough power to become a real fight. And and this is my thought. You know, she mentioned multiple times that she has not been affected. She has not seen anything. So this is what I really want her to think about. There is a reason that this spirit is not coming to you yeah probably because it knows your strength it knows that you are probably going to be the one to find that faith and you are going to be the one to get your family on board and you are going to be the one that's going to protect your daughter and you're not going to stand for this in your house and you're going to get it gone yeah so it's going to start with everybody else to wiggle its way in Yep. And you're going to be the last one. So that's kind of what I was thinking is like, it's going to affect everybody else. It's not going to mess with her because it knows 
she's going to be the one that's going to say no. Yeah. And that really gives her a one up on this thing right now. I mean, yeah. You know, the fact that it's not even bothering her at this point. Um, she has she has a leg to stand on and she needs to act on it before it starts bothering her because once it comes to her, it's already taken care of the other two. It's already gotten everybody else it needs to uh, in the place it needs to get them. So you're early on in this. Take action right now. Don't wait. Don't wait until it's too late or wait until it's so bad that you have a full on fight in your house to get this thing out. Yeah, I, I would agree. And if you're listening, we are here. If you need to call us, we will we will Skype with you. We will Zoom with you, whatever, um, and help you in any way we can. Um, oh, I feel this so is, Yeah, I mean, look, this is what we're here for. We were given this gift to be able to see and feel and sometimes communicate with spirits and there's a reason for that and if there's any way that we can help her or anybody that's listening that is going through something like this reach out to us let us know we've been through it and we will do everything we can to support you and try to help you through it and and to help you get this gone listen i may even consider getting on a plane and you don't understand how big that is for me. Wow. <laughs> guys. guys she will not even get on a plane to go on vacation. No. But this is what we were called to do. When we first decided to do a podcast, we sat down and said, why? Why would we do this? And it's because we both know we have a gift and we want to be able to help. That is the only reason we do this every week is to reach somebody and help them where they need help. Exactly. I am there. I am willing. I'm committed. Yes. And I guess just to kind of go through, you know, how to get things out of your house. Do we want to kind of run through how that would be done? So we've established that you need that, that faith. And if you're new in the faith and, and even if you're not, sometimes it's nice to have that backup. So you've got your faith backup. You've got a friend or someone you go to church with, or maybe just your grandma, your aunt, I don't know, whoever. Yeah. Then what would you do? Starting from there, um, we can post a list of verses. Um, now, granted, this is not the go-to verses. This is something that my husband put together um, whenever I first started, and he started accepting the fact that I, I could see them. Things. Um, it's just a guide. It it kind of stirs things up in your house. It, it lets whatever entity know um, that's there that you mean business and you are reading from the word of God. And even the devil knows the Bible frontwards and backwards. So when he hears the word, the Bible, um, they're on the edge and they know something's up. It's so, kind of, kind of a side note, but when Anna came to my house, Uh, her and her husband, she brought me these verses, right? And this is the first time I'm ever reading Bible verses out loud. And she tells me like, you've got to commit if this, this is your job, like you've got to commit to reading these. I read those verses. Like (laughs) it was a monologue from Shakespeare. Like I had never read anything (laughs) in my life. I was so committed. (laughs) 
<laughs> you were. I swear. It was like a side of you I'd never seen before. <laughs> but she meant every word she was speaking. She was in it. She wasn't just reading from a piece of paper. She was feeling every word and knowing that every word that came out of her mouth meant something. Um, and she was using it as an attack on this thing. So she meant business. And that's exactly how you have to do it. Exactly. Which goes back to what we always talk about, guys. Intention. Yep. Yep. You intend for that that word to strike that thing in the heart. And that's what you're intending it to do. And so you, mm-hmm. see it and you feel it. So... I always recommend starting at one end of your house. Um, I have a three-story house, so I start usually at the top and work my way down. Uh, you want to be meticulous about it. You want to reach every room, every place it can hide. I've even, it sounds silly, but again, it's intention. I've laid down on my floor and looked under my bed and said, if you're hiding here, you're going to get the fuck out. Oh, girl, me too. You, yeah. but you forgot to mention windows and doors open. That is definitely an aid. Absolutely. Um, I will open every window, every door, closet door, uh, garage door, everything's open. Um, it just allows me comfort. I think it, it kind of gives anything that's running from me and out Mm-hmm. Um, to, to escape, but it also kind of lets the air flow in and gets that energy, that negative crap that you've been putting up with. It kind of gets it flowing out of the house. So every bathroom window, everything that I can open is open. Um, any chest drawers are open. Uh, now I don't go through my entire kitchen and open every cabinet, but um, like if something's hiding, I pull all- I pull all the chairs out from under the table. It sounds silly. Really? I didn't know that. I do. I always say, one of the things that I always say is no hiding in under, you know, things. That's like one of the things that I say when I'm going through. They are masters of manipulation. They will twist your words. If you forget Mm -hmm. something, no granted. God is not ma- a manipulator. If he comes in and he's going to get it out, he's going to get it out. I think just me as a person, as a human, it yeah. makes me feel better to say, you won't hide in that shoebox. <laughs> like, you're not going to hide anywhere in this house that he's not going to find you. Mm-hmm. That's almost like a threat to it. Um, so again, I start at the top of the house. I go down meticulously through every room it's the bed and I walk in a you know I walk in and then trace my steps out and then go down to every room trace the steps out Um, I eventually end at the front door uh, because that's kind of like the main entrance to the home that's where I end it I go through the garage and I push everything out and I say because you can feel it if you're intuitive you can literally feel the spirit running from you as you're going through the house. And it's like every room you go to, you're clearing that room and it can't go back. Now I've had one, just your house, mm-hmm. which was wrong. One of the strongest I've ever had. I've had it double back, uh, but that's not typical. Um, I don't know why it did that. Maybe we just didn't do a great job of meaning it in a certain room, or maybe that was the one place that it, it was left to hide because it hadn't spent most of his time in there. 
Um, yeah. They don't double back. They won't go into a room. You just basically claimed as Christ. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I want to add that just kind of helps, you know, is to visualize. Now, I know this is a lot we're asking you to do. <laughs> we're asking you to recite Bible verses and, you know, say these things and walk through your house, but also you know, which is why we tell you it's great to have backup to kind of visualize as you are walking through these rooms to take this white energy or Christ's light, as I call it. That's what I picture, right? This white light. And I picture pushing this light out and having it just permeate the room. And it touches every corner from top to bottom of this room. And push everything out that's kind of how I picture clearing the room right is you're pushing this light through your house each room and eventually you take it all out the front door and you do not leave that room until you would be comfortable you're gonna feel it you don't leave that room until you would be comfortable enough turning off the lights and closing your eyes And if you feel like you would feel comfortable doing that, then your room is pretty much clear. You're going to know it's going to be a noticeable lightness to that room. Yeah. But you stay there until you feel. Yeah. Because obviously if you're going through your house like this, you're feeling something. (laughs) Yeah. And don't do it at night. Come on, guys. (laughs) Just do it in the daytime. Definitely try not to do it at night. I have out of uh, necessity, but the spook factor is up when you're doing it at night for sure. And it's just, it's way better to do it in the daytime. Yeah. When the sunshine's like flowing in and yeah, it's just, it's much easier on you as a human to not be freaked out because it's dark. Um. So, yeah, that's definitely um, going through your house, just making sure you're pushing that energy out and you feel it before you move on. One thing that I do, I don't listen to Christian music all the time. It's it's rare. If there's nothing else to listen to, I'll turn it on. Um, but I have found if I turn on Christian music, like contemporary Christian music, even old time Christian music, and I'll put it on the TV through the speaker downstairs, I'll put it on the second floor and I'll put it on the third floor and it could be totally different songs, but it stirs things up. It starts to break up that gunk feeling that you're feeling. It just makes it so much easier whenever this thing um, that obviously has an aversion to anything Christ is hearing people sing about Christ and his love. um, It automatically puts that thing off its game. And it makes it a little bit easier for you to tackle. Um, yes, it knows you're coming. Obviously, you start turning on Christian music and you never listened to it before. But it, it just gives it a different air. It, it knocks it off its game. It makes it a little bit easier to tackle. Um, and it just gives you, as a human, it gives you peace and comfort to know that you're not in this alone. And that there is someone bigger than you, bigger than this thing. I mean, it created this thing. It's there and it's going to tell it exactly where it can go back to. So that's definitely something that I would do. Um, try it. See if it works. See if it makes it better. For sure. I don't listen to Christian music like ever. 
But, you know, you know what I put on when I go yep. through my house. <laughs> you know, I put I put that Kanye West Jesus is King album on. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, it, it changes the air. It gives you that confidence. And maybe that's all it does is give you the confidence. But you have to know the demon starts hearing Christ. It's going to be like, what the hell? All right. All right. Here we go. I'm uncomfortable already. I mean, you just go in and take it out. Yeah. And it's also like, it's a, it's another person. It's kind of yep. like your backup. That's how I think of it. When you have yep. that music on, it's like another person with you. Yep. And it's intention. If you know that that's, that music is going to start breaking up the gunk in your house and get these things on its toes, that's the intention. Then that's what it's going to do. So as you're moving through, let's say you get through your entire house, you push it out. Um, I leave the doors and windows open all day until it gets dark, and then I'll start closing them up. Um, But as I'm going through, we're saying the verses, I am praying in every room, Lord, I know you're here. I know you're going to get this out, but I pray you give me strength and that you fight this battle for me because I know I can't do it. Just let me feel you move through this house. And that just kind of, it, it helps me to know that he's there. I talk to him like he's my best friend standing in the room. Lord, I feel it in that corner. Do you feel it? Go over there. Like I I'm talking to him literally like Jess, you're standing. Here. Yeah. Um, and it's just, oh, see, it's, it's, I like, I'm a little more aggressive. I feel like. Really? Oh yeah. You haven't been doing it very long. I'm like a lot more aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> There are times, there has been one I can remember vividly that was really intense. And I'm like, you're going to get the fuck out and you're going to leave right now. And there's nothing you can do to stay. And like, I was aggressive, but I've learned that it really doesn't matter. The more effort and power I put into communicating with my Christ that's standing right beside me, the more power I have. Screaming at this thing is not going to do much. Oh, I'm like... In the name of Jesus Christ, yep. blah, 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 blah. Yep. That's pretty much what I do. But That's, I'm like, yeah. you have to leave. You cannot come back. You cannot influence anyone inside or outside my home. And do not follow me to work or in my yeah. car. <laughs> Cover your bases. Yeah. yeah. And do everything you do in the name of Jesus Christ, because he gives you the power to cast out demons. You, ha- you If you're a believer, um, he's going to give you that power and he's going to be standing next to you. So use it, use his name, um, that gets them running. So in the name of Jesus Christ, his blood covers this house. You cannot stay. There's light here. Um, let him lead you. You're going to know what to say. You're going to know what to do, uh, when you get in it. And if you don't, that person you have as backup is going to help you. Exactly. I, I feel like when you're in the moment, you just know what you need to say. Yeah. 100%. Kind of like, yep. you know where you need to go. Yep. There are some rooms that I spend a lot longer in than others. Yep. Because you just know. Yeah. And it's hard if you're, we talked about this before, if you're intuitive, um, it's very difficult to do it by yourself because you're trying to feel it out and feel where it's running and what it's thinking and where it's, you know, what its plan is. But you're also trying to pray and, and push powerful energy through. So it's, 
it's tiring to try to do it by yourself, uh, especially if you're new to the faith or new to believing. Do not tackle this on your own. I can't even stress to you enough. It is better for you to live with it as it is for you to go in with no faith and try to get it out because you're going to make it worse. Mm -hmm. I would rather you just leave it the fuck alone if you're not intent on believing and having that faith. Um, You're better to deal with it like it is than to piss it off. So do not start a battle that you are not ready for. (sighs) This episode is intense. I know. I feel so bad. Like, I just want to go to her house and be like, here, this is what you need to do. Let's take care of it and get it out. I just want to help her right now. Yeah, I know. I know. I thought a lot about this. The communicate. We started communicating. It's been a week, maybe. And so I've been thinking about it since I found out about this. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Or it's been, yeah, it's been about four or five days. And I just have thought about this every day because I, I know what it feels like to be in that position where you feel helpless, where you are wondering what the fuck is happening inside my house or what's going to happen next. Like right where she's at right now, it's, it's pretty intense, pretty scary, but it could get a whole lot worse. And so Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm scared for her. Because we know that it's nothing to play with. It's nothing, you know, you see all these shows on tv where they're messing with demons and you're like you don't understand that is nothing compared to what it can do what are you doing so everyone please please pray for her and her family that you know they can get this thing out of their house they can find their faith and do what they need to do to get it gone because I just can't imagine, especially as a mom, just that worry and that concern about your child. Yes. If that was the only thing going on, it would be enough to say enough. Mm -hmm. But then on top of it, all the stuff happening with your boyfriend, it's like, no way. Yep. And it is so hard for me to sit here and try to tell somebody how to do it when you and I are so much feeling based. It's like we can tell them, but it's hard to tell them how to feel. I know. And that's, it it is hard. I know it's hard. (laughs) And I don't want to be the person to set her up to say, Hey, do this. And then she doesn't understand and tackles it. And then it's worse. I I just wish I could be there. I agree. But we're here and we will do anything we can to help you. Yes, for sure. Hit us up. We will FaceTime, Zoom, whatever. Yep. Ooh, that was a rough one, man. I know. I'm still scared. You're going to have to keep us updated, especially our listeners on Instagram, as to what's going on. Is she tackling it? What's happening? I definitely will. I know that she really wanted to hear feedback and get people's advice. And that was part of the reason that she wanted us to share this on the podcast was, you know, we could discuss it. And also just to hear what other people have to say. Yeah. Sometimes you need to hear it from 10 or 20 people before you're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, multiple people saying, what are you doing? Kind of the same thing. Um, Or saying, you know, this is how we do it. And everyone's story is kind of lining up of this is what's works. This is what doesn't work. 
that's what she needs. So bombard her with comments, let her know um, she's not alone and how you handle it. And let's try to get her some help. Definitely. So our prayers are with you, HM. We are going to be thinking about you and please keep us posted. Yeah. Man. So I'm gonna cry. We need to we need to mix this up. I'm crying. Like let's okay. keep going. <laughs> I know this episode's a little long, guys, but hang in here. We are going to just lighten it up a little at the end and do a quick round of Would you rather? Yay, it's everybody's favorite game. Everybody loved this, by the way. I know. I'm so happy. I, except for when you, like, don't tell me what the questions are, and then I'm taken back, and I'm like, crap. Um, it's basically what you're doing to me. Yes. So I decided to pull that on you tonight. You have two questions out of the blue. You have no clue. I'm excited to hear your answers. <laughs> All right. You go first. Hit me with one. Are you ready? Here comes. Would you rather live with a demon or ten ghosts for ten ten ghosts? How did I know? Ten ghosts forever. Really? Yeah. Why? (sighs) Because the demon experience was one of the most traumatic events (laughs) of my life, and. I just don't even want to deal with that ever again. Although I know how to deal with it, mm-hmm. I would rather deal with 10 ghosts. See, I kind of think the opposite. I know. I'm kind of crazy. But hear me out. 10 ghosts. Think about how much energy draining that would be. And what if, like, you have one that's really, like, a pissy old dude... I could just tell him to leave, right? No, forever. You're stuck with him forever. Well, then he'll just be my homie. Lord, help you. I don't know. I think that would be way too draining. I'm thinking if I had to do him forever, I would make a little square in my garage and be like, okay, here's all the salt. I'm intending that you can't leave this little square. (laughs) Right? Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't know. Can you make a square of salt and contain a ghost? I'm, I don't know, maybe. But here's the thing. You know, last week we're talking about why the fuck did somebody keep a doll (laughs) that they knew was possessed by a demon? And now we're talking about how we're going to trap 10 ghosts in salt forever in our house. I'm just saying, if you had a, if you had one demon and you kind of knew his tricks and he couldn't bring any friends, it might be easier to contain him. And, no way. Than to deal with ten ghosts, that nope. would be a nightmare. Ten ghosts. Wow. Oh my gosh. What if I just no? Why did I say that out loud? Oh, lordy, lordy. I know what I just invited. What did you just invite into your house? Oh, shit. What? No, okay, let's move on. Move on. This was your question. Yeah, I didn't think it through. (laughs) Okay? Like, I'm not inviting a demon 
You cannot know my. Okay, I'm gonna have to go through the house. Okay, my my would you rather questions. I should have ran them past you outside of the house. My bad. All right, so I'm gonna piggyback off of your would you rather. Okay. And this is a throwback to last week's episode. Would you rather deal with Robert the doll or Annabelle? That is a hard one because they're kind of both a demon, right? So mm-hmm. I would think just out of sheer ignorance, probably Robert the doll because you've seen all the movies on Annabelle and they kind of already scare me. So <laughs> I think if I just give Robert a room in the house, I wouldn't have to worry about it. That's what I was going to say. Like I would pick the same because they lived with him their whole life and he was yeah. cool. Like, yeah. He, yeah. He made to piss him off. He made some faces, but this other doll was like bleeding. <laughs> and, and she tried scratching. to strangle someone. Yeah. No. No, yeah, Robert, for sure. Okay, same. Yeah. All right, what's your next one? Or do, right. do I even want to know? Well, now I'm kind of scared. No, this one isn't bad. Okay. I'm so- actually scared of one of mine, too. <laughs> oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> you better run outside before you say it. Okay. I know, I should. So here it is. So do you know the Demon House in Gary, Indiana, before it was torn down? Yes. Okay. Would you rather spend the night in the Gary Indiana house, the demon house, by yourself, sun up to sun, or something up to sun, or go through an exorcism with someone? Am I the person being exorcised? No. You'd have to attend one. I'd rather attend an exorcism. Me too. Right? Because you're, like, kind of protected. Yeah. I don't know. Like, just the, the thought of any house at night, dark, would scare me, let alone yeah. a human. I can't even sleep. Like, I mean, obviously, you wouldn't go to that house and try to sleep. But I can't even sleep at hotels. Like, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable everywhere that's not home. So, no. I'm yeah, not going I into can... a fucking demon house. But wouldn't it be weird to witness an exorcism? No, granted, TV has definitely blown it out of proportion. But to actually witness and see firsthand, that would be that would be scary. It would be. Like but- if I could go into the demon house bubble wrapped <laughs> with holy water all over me, maybe. I would rather do the exorcism, sorry. <laughs> At least you have a priest and everybody else there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so here's mine. Would you rather, this is a a horror movie, would you rather? Oh, so not real. Well, it depends. They could Mm -hmm. technically be real. Would you rather deal with the girl from The Ring, the movie The Ring, you know that movie, right? Yeah, the creepy one that made me not sleep. Same. Or the demon whose name I will not say because it fucking terrifies me. <laughs> Conjuring 2 and the nun. The nun. 
Really? Yes, 100%. I could hide in a church. Are you sure about that? Well, now you're making me scared. No? Um, yes? Yes. Yes. The nun. Because the girl from the ring, you can't really run anywhere. Yes, you can. She comes really? out of TVs. She comes out of TVs. So you just live in the middle of a field? You're telling me she's not going to crawl up? I don't think so. She can go anywhere. I'll fuck that little girl up. <laughs> but there's no end to her. Like, she's just going to keep coming back. How do you know? How do you know she's going to keep coming back to me? I'll just give that videotape to somebody else. Well, that's kind of mean. Not my problem. (laughs) We're on this podcast to help people and you're like, not my problem. (laughs) I would take the nun any day. Yeah. You know, both both of those movies scared the shit out of me. Yes. Yes, I agree with you there. Both of them. I when, remember being so scared when the ring came out. Yes, my husband, who was my boyfriend back then, we went to the movies to see it. And I remember that night we both got into his car and we just like sat there like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what did we just watch? And I went home. I was still living with my parents. I think I was like maybe 17 or something. 18, maybe. And you know how sometimes you'd be watching TV and, like, the channel would turn to static? Well, my TV did that in the middle of the night. And I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? So anytime. Oh, my gosh. I was, like, scarred. And then the the sequels came out and I was scared shitless. But I still watched them. Of course you did. Because I just, I love it. Is there still a movie to this day that you can't watch? Uh, well, I have not seen The Nun. What? I saw The Conjuring 2, and I refused to see The Nun because I just had a really... <sighs> I don't know. I that had really bad... bad. I had really bad vibes about that whole thing, and the name, and the backstory, and... <laughs> Come to find out, my son, who was like eleven at the time or ten, maybe saw the movie. And you, ha- you have to now. You're I don't want to. It. I don't. No, I'm not watching that shit in my house. No, thank you. So go out on the back porch and watch it. It's really no. not that bad. I don't know. I don't like it. I will not watch The Devil's Inside. I started that like just recently. Started that movie. And turned it off, and I cannot, for the life of me, bring myself to watch it. I don't know if I remember that one. It is... I can't even describe. I can't. Oh, I know what movie that is. Yeah. I can't do it. My husband's, like, watching it, and I'm like, turn it off, turn it off. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm gonna throw up. I cannot watch this. Like, it was that intense. I will never watch that movie. Spoiler alert, but it's the mom and she, like, kills her kids, right? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I I don't know. I I, I was like, I, fuck, I can't, I can't watch it. This one guy, like, you see him kill himself on there and I'm like, nope, mm -mm, nope, I can't. There was something about that movie, the vibe it gave off. Mm -hmm. There was no way I was bringing that shit in my house. That's how I feel about The Nun. 
Really? Yeah. I can't, I, I can't do it. Hey, if you feel it, don't do it. I mean, yeah. something's telling you don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. But I could watch like Halloween and Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. Like bring that shit on all day. Yeah. Cause it's not real. We deal yeah. with demons on a daily, well, not on a daily basis, on a regular basis. I don't want to watch that shit. Yeah. I mean, Michael Myers, that could be real. I don't know. In your dreams, maybe. <laughs> well, the other one was <laughs> in my dreams. <laughs> I digress. All right, guys. You have listened to this episode all the way through, and we love and appreciate you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Definitely. You listen to us drone on. But this was an amazing episode. Please, please, please pray for this girl and send your thoughts um, for her. Just give her some comfort. Let her know uh, where you stand on it, and maybe this will help her out. Yes. And if you have any advice post to our Instagram. Let us know, have you been in a similar situation and what worked for you? Really, she wants to hear from everybody. So let us know what you think. And please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It means so much to us and it really helps us out. It makes us feel so good about what we're doing and lets us know that we're actually doing what we should be doing. So please, please, please reach out to us. Let us know what you think, where we can improve. If you don't want to hear us drone on, tell us. (laughs) Yeah, tell us to (laughs) shut up. Also, if you need advice or have a story to share, please email us at podcast at ghostygirls.com. We look forward to hearing from you guys. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Until next week, remember... There are no goodbyes for us.